you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Alexa, who is Adam Ferrara? Adam Ferrara is an American actor and comedian known for playing the roles of Chief Needles Nelson on Rescue Me, Sergeant Frank Fiorelli opposite Edie Falco on Nurse Jackie. He was a co-host on the U.S. version of Top Gear. He has had three Comedy Central specials and his new album is called It's Scary In Here. Adam's new podcast is a big hit and available everywhere. Sounds like it could be funny. Sounds to me like 30 minutes you'll never get back. Hi guys, thank you for being here. Whether you're checking us out for the first time or coming back again, either way, we are grateful to share this time with you. That's nice. Yes, and we want to welcome everyone from our Talk To Me Tuesday family. That's our conversation we have every week, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Go to my website, click the link, and join us. And our super fan shout-out are for Dennis and Linda. He's a friend of ours. And they sent us a lovely email I want to read to you guys. Dear Adam, we met at the Improv in Tempe. You were so funny and nice after the show. I was the one telling you about my 54 Caddy. Yeah, I remember this guy. You know what's really cool about a 54 Caddy? What? The gas tank is uh, you open up the, uh, the the taillight opens up, and that's how, <laughs> that's how you get access to the, to the gas tank. Hey, you what? know what? I remember seeing that when I went on set with you the very first time you yeah. did your very first Top Gear episode. Yeah, we were, we were up in Indio Current at the airport. It was an old 50, it was an old rusted 54 Caddy. I said, honey, come here. You want to see something cool? No, no, and this is what you said went, to me. What? You said, how can we get this? I said, after, <laughs> I said, after we get this, I said, how can we get it in the car? Yeah. How can we get this yeah. home? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to thank you for your podcast. My wife and I look forward to them every week, and we listen after we put our two-year-old Danielle to bed. Phil makes us laugh when you get him all riled up. <laughs> uh, you can tell that you all love each other. My wife and I are both from Long Island, but now live in Arizona, and your podcast reminds us of home. Keep up the good work. Dennis and Linda from Scottsdale. Hello, Dennis and Linda from Long Island yes. and now Scottsdale. There you go. I'm glad somebody's having a good time with you messing with me, Adam. That's right, tough guy. <laughs> Sizzle chest. Yeah. That, I, I know, three of us know where that's from. Honey, you know where that's from? No. That. I, I thought it was, like, from your family. Nope. <laughs> That'd be accurate, too, I think. Yeah, nope. That is from the Jerky Boys, and our guest this week in the ADD interview is Johnny Brennan, the guy that created the Jerky Boys. 
Which is the phenomenon I'm really I'm not familiar with. That's why we're here, so fill you in. <laughs> <laughs> the Jerky Boys was great. It was a, uh, I fr- they came out in 93. I remember, uh, for those of you who don't know, the Jerky Boys is a series of, uh, of prank phone calls that were hysterical. Right. It went viral before there was viral because there was no viral. This was an underground thing. And I remember first hearing <laughs> the Jerky Boys uh, on Howard Stern. When did you hear him, Mark? I can't, I remember a buddy of mine showed up at my my place and was like, you have to hear this tape. And it was a bootleg tape. And I was like, what is this? Are these buddies of yours? And it was like, no. And and it just took, and the second you heard it, you didn't stop laughing. Yeah. It was just the funniest thing. And just hearing him say, all right, that tough guy. I mean, it immediately takes me back to that first moment I heard it. And it was just, you're like, this is genius. Yeah. (laughs) This is just brilliant. It went viral before viral was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was no viral. This was there was no viral. You didn't have to wear a mask. You could you could congregate freely. It was a whole different time. <laughs> it was oh, a I simpler those time. Times. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fruitcake. See you later. <laughs> what did they say? Yeah. All right, fruitcake. Yeah. I'm sorry. I found a bunch of drops. I'm having a good time. All okay. right, fruitcake. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. He was a lot of fun. He was a good guy too. He was, uh, and I think he's got ADD because like recognizes like. You'll hear this interview. <laughs> You're all over the place. Yeah, he, he really didn't even need me for the interview. He just kept going. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had a lot of fun talking to him. So you guys listen to this, and we'll see you on the other side. Who are you? Who are you first? Introduce yourself to me. Frank Rizzo, Jackass. I, I wouldn't insult you back because I'm a matured man. You're listening to the Adam Ferrara Podcast. Good God, this is 30 minutes you'll never get back. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. I am so excited to get back out on the road. I got some stand updates for you guys. If you are in Colorado Springs, Colorado, I will be at the Three E's Comedy Club February 12th and 13th. February 25th through the 27th, I will be at the Helium in Philadelphia. And March 4th through the 6th, I will be at the Helium in St. Louis. I will put a link for tickets right here in the show notes. Okay, who are we kidding? Alex is going to put a link for tickets right here in the show notes. If you can make any of these gigs, please come up afterwards to say hello. And from six feet away, I'm going to thank you for all the love and support you've shown me and this podcast. All right, let's listen to Johnny. Pay attention when I'm talking to you, boy. 
ADHD, and it's not just for kids. Nice boy, but doesn't listen to a word you say. Welcome to the ADD interview. It's not that you're not interesting, it's just that I can't focus. And my guest this week is... Oh, look, a bird! My guest this week makes me laugh. You've heard his voice on The Family Guy, and he is the creator of The Jerky Boys. Yes! All that madness is here with us today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, help me welcome Johnny Brennan. How are you, pal? All right, I'm, I'm okay. I'm doing great. I love, thank you for having me. Sure, it's nice for you, nice for you to be here. And you're here because you have a new album out. Yes, first brand new uh, Jerky Boys record. First, first record about it's got a, 23 years, 20, 23, 24 years. Like a, a traditional, actual, yeah. brand spanking new Jerky Boys record. You're like Axl Rose after Guns N' Roses. You take your time. Yeah, you know I did, and I, I caught a lot of flack for it uh, over the over the years. Uh, I remember Seth MacFarlane even, t- you know, giving me the business, Johnny. Man, please, you got to get back to the studio. <laughs> me, you know, they 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 use my albums in the writers' room at Family Guy. You know, it's it's been a long time coming, and the response so far, man, knock on knock on wood, mm. has been terrific because you know. Before I could always say, well, I got, you know, I got one, two, I may have a couple left over for three, but then that was it. Then there was nothing left. There was everything that, that was it. There was no more. So then, you know, it's four or five. And, and then I, I had a a few that were long that I didn't think that anybody would ever really want to listen to because they were like seven minutes, 10 minutes long. Mm -hmm. So people would always ask me, do you have anything in the can? I would always say no. And then I thought, wait a minute, I do have these long and people say, I don't care if they're long, man. I, that's what we, I want that. So I put the jerky tapes together mm-hmm. with, uh, I had like nine calls and um, they were, they were all very long, but they were, I listened back to them and I said, wow, they're good all the way through there. They're entertaining. So I put together the jerky tapes and uh, you can find that on the official Johnny Brennan YouTube channel. So it's out there. Um, and it's, it's just, a, it's a great, great, great album, but it's, you're right. It's been, it's been a long time coming. The first one came out in 93. Yes. Uh, officially, it was on the streets way before that. Right. Uh, you know, New York Times mentioned it was the largest bootleg in history. Um, it was actually a bootleg, you could say. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of, bunch of stuff that I had done uh, for my brothers. Uh, uh, you know, we go up, we go up to the country, we race cars, we go to the tracks on the weekend. Preach, we brother, preach. You, just, you play these things for fun. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, you said that's. Did it start as fun, Johnny? Did it start and then? Yes. Yes, I had no intention. You know, I was I was hanging off buildings. I was doing construction. I was scaffold worker. Um, you name it, I was doing it. Uh, and 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 I, I I I you know I'm the oldest of five children, and you know I was always as a little kid I was always getting myself into situation. I was a ball buster. Right. You know I was I was a classic, really a real ball buster when I was a kid, and so it just carried into my you know life growing up. Me doing these characters and. Um, Sal Rosenberg, when I do that, that's my mom. I, you know, I've been saying it for decades. It's funny. I've been saying it for decades, but you know, it's good because lots of people don't know as many times as I've said it, people don't know. Frank Rizzo is my father, you know, Kissel, old man Kissel is, it it was done. My uncle Vinny, who was a world war two veteran who I actually dedicated jerky boys five to his memory. He passed away right around jerky boys five. Mm -hmm. So it's it's all the characters it's 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 a it's just it's it's craziness but it's it's the absurdity i think that makes people feel good the the absurdity the characters are great and, and my my mother like i i love the fact that Saul is based on your mother my my mother's harvey firestein it's just that's just the way she sounds oh my god yeah i love i love harvey i've always loved harvey firestein. his voice was classic uh everything about it, you know it, but that's funny if your mother sounded like harvey firestein yeah you took the characters from your life, and I'm guessing you exaggerated them. The aggressiveness you exaggerated. Well, right? here's the funny thing: Sal Rosenberg mm-hmm. is, is is you know that's my mom, and 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 only I swear to you, only slightly exaggerated. Um, and um, when I do Mort Goldman in Family Guy, right. that's the other side of my mom. Mort Goldman is always ready to throw oh. down, so Mort Goldman's always amped up, and he's ready to go. You know. Hello, yes, hi, Peter, what's wrong with you? you know, he's like, you know, you guys got to help me burn down the pharmacy. So when, when I do more, that's like my mother's excited and what, you know, and when she was in the mood to give you a crack in the, in the head. Right. But the other side of my mom is Saul, Saul Rosenberg, where it's like, 
and should I bring all my shoes and my glasses? So I had a magazine. A magazine was doing a feature story on me right. uh, just a couple of years back. And um, I said to the direct, uh, the, the the writer, I said, listen, if you want, you, you, you make, you're going to make another trip up. I said, if you want, I'll have my mom here and you could uh, meet her yourself. And if you want to ask her a few questions. And so I did that. And he, I introduced him. And as soon as I entered, hi, how are you? And my mom, you know, she's got that very nice, you know, personality about her when she's nice, but she's, when she was not, she passed away in, uh, you know, uh, 2016. Mm. But when she was nice, she had that wonderful way. And hi, how are you? And as soon as she uh, uh, greeted him, he goes, he puts his hands over his face. Yeah, yeah. And, he start, and he starts literally like, he goes, I'm so sorry. I don't mean, <laughs> I, I don't, and because, because he's hearing my mom, like you're saying, Harvey Firestein. Yeah. You know, as soon as he heard her, he's like, oh my God, it's Saul. Yeah. So, and, and just imagine how, how, funny it is right to have all of these characters that were somehow in my life like the uh, big old badass bob the cattle rustler mm. and all these these characters my gay character i was doing the gay character in 1967 when i was just a little kid right. i was seven years old six seven six or seven years old so i'd walk around the house and i'd be doing my gay character and what my mother would be like what the what the hell are you doing what's wrong with you <laughs> And, and 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 my you know my dad would sometimes my my father and his brothers among other things he ran Abercrombie and Fitch as an electrician but among other things they they ran a pub in New York called Brennan's Pub uh-huh. and sometimes sometimes people needed a little hand they they try to sober up or whatever sure. so my my father bring them up a little country place we bought up here in Salisbury Mills my da- my mom and dad bought back in sixty five or something like that and. So he and this one guy he brought up was very, very effeminate. Very, he spoke like a woman. He didn't sound like a. Here I'm seven years old, uh-huh. and I'm listening. I'm listening to him converse with my mom in the kitchen. She's washing dishes, and they're talking back and forth. And I was like, "Wow!" I just remember being a kid saying, "That's so cool. That's so different." And that is what I always had the ability to do as a little child. I would always watch people, watch them speak, and I would mimic. I, I grew up in Astoria for a few years and I, I was all Spanish, Greek, heavy, very Greek. Heavy Greek, yeah. There's diners right, on and, every and corner. So as a, as a, right, as a child, I'm just, wow, man, listening to this. And, and that's where to this day, I have Greek characters, I have Irish characters, I have, you know, so I was able to kind of soak that in. So it, very, very cool, very interesting because I knew it was, as a, as a, as a little child, I, you know, most kids would definitely be traumatized. You know, if your mother wakes you up in the morning, and, you know, most mothers, how do they, honey, come on, it's time for school. You know, I'm going to put breakfast on. What would you like? My my experience was completely different. You know, my mom would open the door, crack the door open, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're still in the bed. Get out of the, get out of the fucking beds. It's time for school. And what do you want? I'll make some eggs, and we're going to have some toast. And then... And then before she could even finish the sentence, she's like, oh, Jesus Christ, my fucking back. And and I'll never, I swear to God, I'll never forget being a kid. I'm already half traumatized because I'm half awake getting woken up, but saying to myself, this is funny shit. This is funny stuff. Johnny, they they had no, they had. Johnny, they had no idea how funny they were. And right. I, I think that we processed the same. Uh, let me ask you, this. did you ever have a feeling like you were watching a play with these people? You didn't feel part of them. You felt like you were observing them. Yes. Yeah. And, and, but, you know, I guess I was lucky enough in, in to have this gift to be not scared, not no. scared, but to absorb this and recognize it as golden. Yeah. And I I did. I was very young and I said, This is funny. This is funny stuff. And same thing with my dad. Same thing with my dad. Yeah. That's where, you know, Frank Rizzo character. Why does everybody love Frank Rizzo? Everyone from Philadelphia to Saskatchewan, uh, Australia, they love Frank Rizzo. Mm. And when I do that, I'm doing my dad. Yeah, I, I tell people a funny story. My 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 baby brother, my youngest brother, you know, at the time he was probably like six or seven or whatever they got home with the groceries my brother my baby brother grabs a a, i think whatever a box of donuts or whatever out of the bag and he runs into the living room and my father's going my father's going hey get over here muffin ass where the hell do you think you're going (laughs) And, and, and and so again 
like we, my, my older, my, my brothers under me, we would look at each other and we, did you, did you hear that? Did yes. you hear what he just said? You know, and, 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 and it's, it's memories like that. Or, or driving my father back to the city from upstate New York, or back to the city for work on Monday morning. And he's in the back of the car and uh, he's, you know, he always, we always had, you know, a few beers. He's got a few beers in the car on the way back, having a couple of beers with uh, my uncle Vinny, who was Kissel. So mm-hmm. they're both in the back of the car having a couple of beers. And out of the blue, I, I don't remember why, but I asked him, I said, and my wife was sitting in the co-pilot seat. Uh, she wasn't my wife then. She was only a girlfriend. And, this is a long time ago. And, he, and, he, and I said to my father, I says, hey, and it's pitch black. We're going, it's nighttime. I, and all I can hear is his voice. I said, hey, dad, how's, it, how's Aunt Brenda doing? He goes, Johnny, son, what the fuck would you ask me a question like that for? He goes, how the fuck do I know how that sizzle chest bastard is doing? That's his own sister. He's, that's how he answers me. I looked at, I looked at Allison in the co-pilot seat. I'm like, did you did you just hear that? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. wasn't just me, right? <laughs> right, and that's how I grew up. I grew up listening to shit like that, and and it was just incredible. And it's just like you said, it, it it's 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 so surreal yeah. that you you're you're it's like you're in a, like a, a Fellini movie or or a play or or you're you're like you're, you're checking with other people yeah. to make sure that and 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 and, I, and that's why I was um I grew up in that so. Obviously, I was part of it, and and then you know I was able to go on and do the same thing, and just in situations, just spit out stuff that I don't even know where it comes from. But it's it's definitely comes from my upbringing, and and you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, and that's what makes everybody different. Yeah, that's I had the same upbringing, and I had the same appreciation for what I was witnessing, Johnny. Because I and, and I really didn't really get the full impact until like. My family was out of the house. I remember once I was at Little League practice, and my father had to right. pick me up in a truck, right? So he had a plumbing truck at the time. So he pulled up with a plumbing truck, and I had to go. Two honks on a horn, and I left. I had to leave. You know, and, and the coach goes, no, I got to talk to you. I gotta, That's two honks. I can, you, you can run with me if you want, but I got to get to that truck before the third honk goes off. He's running <laughs> with me. He's running with me to the truck. We get to the truck, He go, and my father looks at me. He's like, you know, I almost had to hit this horn again. And he was scary. I got in the back yeah. of the truck. My father, the, the, the coach thought he was doing the right thing. You know, because my right. father hit me on the back of the head as I got in the back of the truck. And the coach says, you know, you shouldn't hit the kid like that. My father took a long drag off his lucky Johnny, looked at the coach and went, you want to be next? Oh. <laughs> the guy turned around, walked away, never came to the truck again. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know what people don't understand? That's old school. Yeah, that's that's old school. And that, you know, I, I, that's how I was raised. My father was very strict. Uh, my mother was just as strict. You didn't you didn't. Uh, back in those days, you didn't mess around, man. You, you messed around. There's a funny meme going around and it's got uh, Rocky Balboa and he's laying back against the ropes of some and he's like and he's beat to shit. His yeah. eyes are all his eyes are all closed and his mouth is all swollen. And, and then there's one above with a mother like pointing her finger at the child. Mm. And it, it says kids today getting reprimanded. And then the bottom picture of Rocky Balboa all smashed up. Yeah. It says, it says, you know, back in the 1960s, I talked back to my mom <laughs> and, he's, and he's all lumped up. His eyes are closed. So, you know, that's a great meme because yeah. It's it's the way it was. Yeah. You know, you didn't you didn't wise off. You did what you were told. Your dad's telling you, I don't want to have to beep this horn three times. Yeah. Uh, and, I, you know, funny enough, my temper's that short myself today with my my daughter. Wow. I have two daughters, 25 and 17. When I when I, I I'm like a taxi, I'm like a taxi. <laughs> dad, can you, can you pick me up? You go to, I, if I pick you up, you better be as soon as I'm outside that house. I don't you don't. I'm not sitting out there like your freaking limousine. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, some of that carries over, you know, it's, it, it's, it, you gotta, you could, you gotta have respect. You gotta do things right. You gotta have good social skills. Yeah. You also gotta have, and I, I think we're, we're the same as I, I have to learn that patience, Johnny. Cause I just, yeah. I go from yep. zero to homicide in three seconds. Yeah, well, you know what? It's, it's, it's not uncommon that, you know, you know, it's, it's, I've learned to cool down a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, in certain areas. I, I remember I used to be pretty bad in the car. Oh, with, yeah. uh, you know, just really like, I can't believe these effing people. <laughs> like the light, the light, you know, you're sitting there, you, you just waited 
to get to the light and you got another red light. You just waited all this time. Now you got another red light. The light turns green. It ain't going to get any fucking greener. <laughs> you know, it turns green and they're sitting there. And, and then, you know, so I'd be like, like on the fucking horn, like what the fuck oh, already. And, but I've learned now it's like, you know, you, 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 because in a way you're right. Mm. What are you doing? You're sitting in your car. The light turns green. Go yeah, get yeah. the hell out of the way. So, but I've learned to just, now I take a few deep breaths and it works. It actually does work. Yeah. And because, you know, too, you get a little older, you get a little, you, a little more patient with people, but um, it's still there. It's still there. Like you, you, you just can't believe sometimes what you see. Yeah. I just like the way you took the aggression and you channeled it into a character. I got a clip here. I want to play. This is one of my favorites. This was the, uh, the car salesman clip. You ever listen to this? Oh, geez. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. Yeah, where's Paul? Who's, who's calling? I'm calling about the job, salesperson. Harder. Hello? Yeah, Paul. Speaking. What do you need me to sell, babe? Excuse me? What do you need me to sell? I'm calling about the salesperson job. What do I need you to sell? Yeah, sell cars? What's the story here? You sell cars? You got it. Where do you sell them? I sell them up in Middletown, upstate New York. I had a little problem over there, though. That's uh, something I don't want to talk about. Middletown? Yeah. Okay. What's your name? Paul. Paul Rizzo. Paul what? Paul Rizzo. Rizzo? Yeah. Where do you live? I live upstate. Okay. That's a long haul from... Uh... Yeah, well, you know, for some people, maybe. Okay. Let's talk about selling cars, Paul. Okay. What do you... I could sell whatever you need sold, I'll sell it. You got... Bring in a tank, I'll sell the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, how far away do you live, though? About 60 miles. 60 miles. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm there early every day. I am worried. I'm worried about mileage on a car. Yeah, don't worry. I use my own car, Paul. Okay. I drive it silly. Silly. Now why do you want to drive 60 miles to go to work? Hey, that's my business. Are you you want to sell cars through me or what? See, I had problems up there in Middletown. I got to get the hell out of that area. <laughs> I grabbed hey. some guy. He's, uh, you know, like he don't know if he wants to buy. I, I push his face right in the fucking hood. You know, tell you, but you buy this fucking car, I'll break your fucking head. <laughs> I had problems over there, Paul. Well, it sounds like if you did that, you'd have problems anywhere. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's hard times. These fuckers, they gotta buy. I need, you know, I need dough like anyone. So, what do you think? We got something going here, or what? I don't know. I don't run that kind of operation. Uh, you see, hey, we're off to a bad start. You know. But I don't run that kind of operation. Uh, we'll see. Uh. Well, I could tone it down a bit, you know, maybe choke a few people here, and that's about it. <laughs> hey, it works. You think it's funny? It works. I sell. Yeah, but I don't run that kind of operation. Uh, I'm silly. I'm telling you, I'm silly. Yeah, I don't run that kind of operation. Uh, In fact, the salesmen don't even quote prices here. Uh, let me try somewhere else then, okay? All right. All right. See you later, later, Nitz. Okay. Right. <laughs> The fact, Johnny, the fact that they engage with you is the- I know, I know. That's that's you know that's uh, what what it is. You know, people ask me over all these years. They say, Johnny, how do you not freaking laugh? Yeah. How do you not laugh? How do you not giggle? How do you not chuckle? And I tell them all the time. I say because t- to me, it, to me that, you, that it's not about funny. To me that I'm I'm looking for a freaking job. Mm. I'm, I need a job. I'm. By the way, that that's a brain fart that happened there at the very beginning, right? Because his name was Paul, mm-hmm. and it was just like laying on my my head. And when he came out quick and asked me, "What's your name?" I said, "I just said Paul Rizzo." Mm. So we made a joke. After all those years, we made a joke saying, "Yeah, that's Frank's long lost cousin, Paul Rizzo." <laughs> but um, so and it's so the reason I say that is because to me. It's happening in real time. Mm-hmm. My name, my name is Rizzo. I'm looking for a car salesman job. I can tell you some things that I've done. Bring in a tank. Bring in a fucking tank, and I'll sell it. <laughs> and 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 you know, one time this guy, you know, he 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 don't wonder if he's don't know if he's gonna buy. I take his face. I shove it right in the fucking hood. You buy this. So I'm explaining to him things that I've experienced. So and in, and as far as I'm concerned, that, that's this is what I did. Yeah. So it's re- it's real. So is and that's I just stay in the character and you know after the calls are over you you a few times you might hear me on the records as soon as I hang up the phone you might hear me right. laugh or chuckle but sure well the one I like about that you have the aggressive one that gets the people to engage with you and then I found this other one the lawn equipment one 
that that you you went the whole total other way and got them to engage with you. Let me play you this one. Yes, yes. Hello. Hello. I'm calling about the ad you got in the paper about a uh, garden and lawn equipment. Yes. I love what kind you got? Where are? Where are? Where could they be seen? Well, I have lawn chairs. That's all. No. I have other lawn chairs. <laughs> well, he says you got a log splitter, a lawnmower, a chainsaw. Oh my God! Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes. Where could they be seen? Oh, in any store, pretty much. <laughs> Lots of stores sell those types of articles. I understand that, but you're selling them. Yes, that's right. That's correct. Yeah. Yes, but you asked me where could you see things like this. I said, where could I see your stuff? Oh, I pardon me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yes. Hello. Yes. Yes. Where could I see it? Sir, that's what I said. You could probably see them pretty much anywhere. Do you see what I'm saying? No, you're selling them. I want to see what you have that you're selling. Oh, oh that's okay. But then that puts a whole different paint job on things. <laughs> I didn't know what you were getting at. You didn't have to be... Well, why did you put the head in the paper? You don't know what I'm getting at. Well, you, you didn't have to be so hurtful with me, so angry. I'm just trying to get to find out where I can see this. Your neighbor or your friends or maybe relatives would have these things for you to see them. You see? <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I see what you mean, but I'm, I'm trying to see what you have that oh, you're trying to sell. Okay. Well, I have... A lawn mowers, and I have weed whacker. It's called a whacker for weeds. Yeah. And it looks like a James Bond tool or something. And you swing it all around fancy crazy, and you go ring with the saw going off and like that. Yeah. Yes. Where do you have these upstate? I have them in my attic. Where is that? In the top of my house by the roof. <laughs> uh -huh. Yes. Okay, thank you. Right. <laughs> that's that is that that's just a really really it's a special call because you know it's pl again playing with the character one of my favorite things is is when he goes uh uh when he says to me and it's about as mad as he gets he goes uh well why'd you put the year in the paper yeah. if you don't know what i'm getting at <laughs> yeah and I'm telling him that he's belligerent or when he's getting angry and he's, but yeah, that's, that's, that's a good one. That's a really, that's yeah, a good one. I like that. Do you ever have, you ever have one go bad on you? Um, in, 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 in how, in what sense? I, I don't know. Just you took a left turn. You didn't mean to get there. Maybe you hurt somebody's feelings. Maybe it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. No, very, 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 very lucky. Very, very, you know, but it's intentional because I don't, if you ever listen back on all the all the jerky boys and all the all the work and all the tracks, mm -hmm. there's never ever been a time I went in to hurt someone, yeah, or to to hurt their feelings or to belittle them. Um, never. It was always about my character and what situation is he going to get into with this particular person. And, and like I said, obviously, if you wanted to take Frank Rizzo, Frank Rizzo, he's brash, he's abrasive. He's like, you know, I'll wrap your fucking head in with a ratchet. I'm the, so, but, and, and how does he, how does he follow it up? He, he, Frank follows it up by, he just told him he's going to wrap his fucking head in with a ratchet. Mm -hmm. Then he says, you don't got nobody there to work like me. He's trying to sell himself. Right. And then he's, I'm the best. And, and 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 he's like, you know, wait a minute. I don't think you should call here and talk to me like that guy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one minute I'm telling him, wrap his fucking head in with the ratchet. Next minute I'm, I'm the best. And I'm trying to assure him that you, you, you'll you see I'm the best. You ain't got nobody there. So people always say over the years, they say, that Frank Rizzo, man, I love that guy. He's in your face, but there's something something lovable about Frank Rizzo. And that's what I tell you is uh, because he's, they're real characters. These aren't fake characters. That's why so many people... Love my characters on Family Guy. All the other characters are drawn cartoons, and people come in to voice them. Right. When I'm doing more Goldman, I'm giving my mother's persona, her person, her personality of this, the personality of somebody that lived, somebody that was real, mm -hmm. going into this little cartoon character, and people go nuts for more Goldman. Absolutely nuts. They love. Him. When did you get the Family Guy gig? 
I actually read for Peter, the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, they sent me a script up to my house, right. Seth MacFarlane, and uh, I actually read for Peter. And something, I guess, went down where the the studio and all the heads of the studio they were like, "Oh, Jesus, no!" You know, you, you know, are you you know are you familiar with the Jerky Boys? And Seth is like, "I grew up on the Jerky Boys," you know. Mm-hmm. So I guess that they just at the time they didn't know if it was a good idea to have you know Frank Rizzo, I'll wrap your fucking head in with a ratchet associated with the program on Fox, right? Lo and behold, look at look at the Jerky Boys. You know, Family Guy sound way farther than the Jerky Boys. You know, as far as being risque and coming out with all kinds of crazy stuff. So it's it's, but it's funny how everything comes full circle. So I got the gig. So I, I read for Peter before there was a show, um, and then Seth was persistent. He wanted me so. Seth flew to New York, and they asked me if I would put Saul Rosenberg over into Family Guy. Uh-huh. And I just didn't think that was a good idea because, you know, I was for, for many years that the Jerky Boys have been around. And if I get rid of Saul Rosenberg, he's gone. Right. You know, it, it, it'll be Fox, Fox television. So I, I kept uh, I kept Saul Rosenberg in in place with the Jerky Boys. And I said, let's just do let's, you know, created another character. And like I said, both sides of my mom, Saul is over here. Uh, Mort Goldman is over here ready to go a little, you know, a little more energy and, um, more Goldman was born and, um, the rest is, is history as far as that goes. Was there a moment when the jerky boys, uh, was released? Was there a moment when you realized, Oh my God, this is, this is big. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it happened in stages. Um, because, you know, Howard Stern, you know, uh, playing it on terrestrial radio way mm-hmm. back when, uh, people hearing it then by the millions because Howard had such a huge uh, audience. And um, Howard asking his listeners, he says, if anybody knows who this Frank Rizzo guy is, please give a, give a shout out, call into the studio. I got to find out who this is. He said, this is the funniest thing I ever heard in my life. So Stern doing that. Everyone telling me, Johnny, turn on the radio quick. Howard, Howard's playing your stuff, and he's talking about you. And I, I never, I, I don't think I ever got to hear it um, until later, until everybody else knew about it. Mm-hmm. Um, then the, the record company started to come looking because they knew this was something extraordinary. They knew that this was not like anything before. So the record company started coming forward, and um, and that's. You know, then you, you I signed with, uh, you know, Atlantic Records and, you know, um, and then you start to officially, it's officially released. And I believe it was 93, the official release mm-hmm. um, of, of this bootleg. So the bootleg, we released Jerky Boys 1. And, um, and then you start to get the phone calls. Then you start to see, wow, man, this is incredible. Then, you know the the record uh label guy you know calls you at your house he said listen johnny i just want to give you some amazing news your record just went gold hmm. so you have a gold record and i was like i was like that's that's awesome that's you want to do everything you can to make that better and i was always about i was always about making it a thousand percent so that's what I, 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 and then Jerky Boys 2, they said, I mean, how are you going to beat Jerky Boys 1? How can that po- be possible? So I put Jerky Boys 2 together, and it it just, it went up the charts. It, I think it sold 700,000 units in a week, and it hit number one in Billboard magazine. And funny enough, I hit number one, and right behind me in the number two slot was Radiohead. <laughs> and and they had called and asked me if they could borrow my 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 skit Pablo Honey. Mm-hmm. They wanted to use it to name their debut album in in America. That's funny. Yes. So Radiohead chased me up the charts, and then Bill, Billboard magazine actually sent me a beautiful plaque for my wall. Yeah. And right there on the plaque is that page: Jerky Boys number one, Radiohead number two, with Pablo Honey. So that's when you start to say, "This is this is incredible." This is this is like, and then then on the heels of that, now you have Walt Disney Pictures, Touchtone, um, Caravan, uh, you know all the major movie companies out there. Uh, 
you know, Warner Brothers. You know, I, I saw them all. I saw Sony. And Tony Danza was actually the first person to, to, to see, because, you know, he's from Brooklyn, I believe. Mm-hmm. Tony's like, you know, he, he's, he's, in, he's on the game. He, he was always just on the, on the game. So Tony Danza, like, you know, these are fellow New Yorkers. And Tony's like, he's like, this is, this is huge. This is, and he wanted to make a movie. So Tony flies, Tony, no spent, no expense, you know, first class flies me out to Los Angeles. And, you know, uh, by the end of the day, though, Tony took me to his studio, which was Sony. So he takes me, there's a big conference room, all these people sitting around the table and they're all looking at Tony like, I don't know. What do we, you know, what, what, what do we do? And, and Tony's like selling millions of records. It's this. This is a no-brainer. Where he can figure something out, mm-hmm. and I'll never forget Tony hitting the table. He was angry. We went back to the hotel, and by the end of the day, there was meetings with every major studio because that's how it is out in LA. Once they hear yeah. the Jerky Boys are you, that you're in town, you got meetings with everybody. It wasn't long after we left Tony that um, Emilio Estevez with Disney. And uh, we, I met with Emilio, and then by the end of the day, I met with a bunch of other people, but I really took a liking to Emilio. So at the end of the day, Tony Danza and Emilio Estevez both produced, they both got producing credits for the, for the Jerky Boys motion picture. So that's when you say, one minute um, in construction, hanging off buildings 50 stories above the earth, <laughs> and the next minute um, in Los Angeles, taking meetings with the top motion picture companies on the planet, and starring in my own motion picture for Walt Disney and, and Touchstone. And that's when you, you just sit back and go, man, you talk about an American dream. Sure. It's amazing. It's amazing. The new album is out now. It's called Balloon Animals, and you can get it anywhere. Is that right, Johnny? Yes. All it says on the cover is the Jerky Boys. You know, some, I think maybe on the inside they'll have balloon animals. I can't thank you enough, my friend, for being with me. We're going to go out on Pablo, honey. Uh, best to you and your family, my friend. Stay safe. That's great. Thank you so much. You got it. Hello? Yeah? Pablo, honey? Yeah? Please, honey, come down to Florida. Huh? Come to Florida, honey. We miss you. Yeah, who's this? Pablo, honey? You washing your ass, Pablo? Who is this? Keep yourself clean, honey. Hello? Pablo? Yeah? Please come to Florida. Who the hell is this? You, you bastard, you. Hello? Pablo? Yeah? You, you bastard. Pablo? You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The ADD interview was brought to you by CruiseIntoWellness.com. CruiseIntoWellness.com for all your CBD needs. Now, these are tough times, brothers and sisters. Everyone is worried about paying the bills. These fuckers, they got to buy. I need, you know, I need dough like anyone. And it could cause you a little anxiety. So why don't you do what I do? Take one of the gummies they have at CruiseIntoWellness.com. They also have edibles, tinctures, pain creams, bath products, pet products, and you know. 20% off with the coupon code ADAM. 20% off anything they have at CruiseIntoWellness.com. Go! Feel better. What's up there, Bottlenose? This is Frank Rizzo, and that was 30 minutes I'll never get back. Ah, Christ. I had fun with him. Yeah, you guys are so much alike, Adam. You think? Yeah, I think. You both, like, have these bigger-than-life characters. Mm -hmm. You know, he talks on the phone and uses them. You on stage. I mean, what is that? I think it's like this East Coast over the, like, uh confidence in spades kind of thing it's uh i don't think it's con- i think you know what i think it is if you're if you're behaving like your parents that's what gives you confidence well it's like beyond i don't care mm-hmm. i'm just gonna go out there and just you don't care yeah is it th- that it that kind i think of when you're in a confidence when you t- i think you take on the confidence of what you see like what well, my father had a whole bunch of confidence my yeah. my mom didn't care 
Yeah. I, just, like, I have a joke in, in my act about my mom making a cop cry. It really happened. She yelled at a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that is pretty yeah. balls yeah. on. I'll tell you this. Loved hearing him tell the stories about his parents. I'm pissed. I love my parents, but they're so bland. I haven't been able to create any characters out of them. And I'm telling you, man, after the uh, Thanksgiving show we did with your mother, mm-hmm. I, I see everything that you get. I see where all that comes from, and it's freaking genius. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, my mother, yeah. I, I, thank you for recognizing that, Stern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Adam has at least, God, you could do probably 40, a 45-minute show on your mom, yeah. all the bits you have about well, your you, mom. You met all of them. When you came, uh, Uncle yeah, Frank, you, you, you met all of them. You met my Uncle Frank, my, my lunatic mm-hmm. Uncle Frank, and my, my Uncle Louie, mm-hmm. and all those guys. They, yeah, they're all, that's why I identified with them, because they're out of their minds, my friend. So you owe it's them my, a check. Don't tell them that. They'll come after <laughs> yeah. me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Edit that out. Edit that out, Adam. They will come after me. <laughs> yeah, Adam, about that money. Yeah. yeah. Excuse yeah, me. When I, met your, when I met your family in New York, I was like, holy shit, this is my family in Philadelphia. This mm-hmm. is the same exact thing. You yeah. Know, but, yeah, it's that yeah, East Coast I, thing. My family is quiet. They're that's, not like that, you. I know. That's the first thing. When I, when I, the first time I had dinner at, uh, at Alex's house uh, with her family, I remember thinking to myself, God, don't you people drink? I mean, and yell? Where's yeah. the yelling? And There's no yelling? Nobody owes anybody money? What? <laughs> There's no you're you're telling me you're, you're telling me mom loves all her children the same? What's wrong with you freaks? <laughs> oh my god. So let me get this straight. No one wants an alibi. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the other things I loved about it was he didn't start out doing this to like make a career because it's crazy. You know, it's just it's like, oh, I see this, and it's going to get me to there. He, it looked like he just did it to do it mm-hmm. and have fun. Like, hey, guys, let's make a tape. Those funny voices I do, let's prank some people. Let's just do this for grins, man. Yeah. And I love that. And I love that it actually the universe clicked and it worked out that he's he's launched into this huge career and he's been so successful because he's obviously so talented. But I love the origins of it. It was just doing it for grins and laughs, man. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like the fact that they mess with other people. Adam, you know, can you do that? Can you pick other? You just do me. I'm the only one. Can you get, get, some, get, get some other customers? Can you get some other customers? It does. I got the one I want, Phil. You're my favorite. I, I don't know. Go get more. Go get more. I'm busy. <laughs> I know. Uh, Mark, I found this one. I found this one I did with Phil. Uh, Phil, you remember your countertops? The Uber Tuba? The Uber Tuba countertops. Oh, he was oh so my happy. God. Is this the. Uh, yeah, oh this is the documentary they wanted you to be in. He's getting countertops uh, put into his house, and some director approached him to be in a documentary on dwarf tossing. We both know that you, you don't do that to another human being. You don't want to be in this documentary, right? But it just so happened in the news there was a politician named Workman, and Workman wanted to lift the band on dwarf tossing. Wait, okay, so they asked you to be in a documentary, and it was in the news? Yeah. And I happened to find the articles, and I realized all I have to do. (laughs) Yeah. So you couldn't help yourself. All I have to do. Yeah, all I had to do was take the articles, match the font. I could put anything in this article I want. (laughs) Listen to this. Hi, pal. And congratulations on your new UberTuber kitchen countertops. I'm sure you ought to talk in the neighborhood over there on Wisteria Lane. Um... (laughs) Listen, I think you made the right decision uh, telling this director you don't want to be part of this uh, dwarf tossing documentary. Uh, you don't want your name associated with something like that. Plus, it's, it's in the news. Did you see that some Republican in Florida wants to lift the ban on dwarf tossing? I'll send you the article to read it. All right, call me later. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it a little coincidental that my name just happens to appear in that article? <laughs> or did this director, after I said, I don't want to have anything to do with this, turn around and give my name and say he can't be reached for comment? Then why even put my name? I don't know. Hey, whatever. I don't think it's, I don't think it matters. All right, call me back. Look, I'm sending the articles as I find them. What's going on now? Now there's an article with one of the, uh, the dwarves saying that uh, Phil Tackleferry was our only supporter. <laughs>
see the humor in it my favorite part about listening to these bits Mm -hmm. is the laughter that comes flows out of adam it's so great i've never seen you happier laughing harder than that man it's just phenomenal oh he makes me laugh so much i just (laughs) when you get wound up like that i i agree i agree with dennis and linda it's hysterical (laughs) yeah okay calm down Don't call anybody and don't talk to anybody, all right? Who am I going to talk to? As this story gets bigger, you'd be surprised who's going to come out of the woodwork. If you find anything, I'll send it to me. I want to know everything that's out there. Okay. <laughs> and oh, we're God. off. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, I'm opening a door. By all means, keep messing with me. <laughs> yeah. Any more articles? Yeah, I sent you a couple. What do you mean you sent me a couple? What does that mean? What do you mean what does that mean? I found two of them. Down two more with my name? Yeah. Fuck. Well, where's this now? I don't know. I just sent them to That's why it's in the news. Now, the bigger that story gets and the longer it stays out there, the more relevance this documentary has. The documentary you told the director you didn't want to be in. But if your name is connected to this story in positive, negative, erroneous ways, the director is creating a controversial character for his film. Well, what do I got nothing to do with it? I know you had nothing to do with it. He's also making you feel pissed off and helpless. Then... He's going to let you stew for a little bit and reapproach you about being in his film. And he's going to tell you, here's an opportunity for you to set the record straight and tell your side of the story. You are being squeezed, my friend. Uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. oh, my God. <laughs> you sound so authentic, Adam. You like... You're like, I've been thinking this over, all right? Here's the angles that's coming at And, Phil, God love you. I'd be with right with you. I'd be like, Adam, tell me what I should do. What's going on here? You have him completely at your mercy, Adam. It's brilliant. Right, because you don't understand. He and I get into these conversations sometimes when things come up in our careers, and, and sure. I get his advice. So, sure. And the, the, the past nine were authentic. Why, why would I not think number 10 was authentic? That's what exactly. he does. That's how he does it. It's like the seal. You up. Same thing. It's like the seal. It's like the seals. Who makes that up? Who does that? Him. Him. <laughs> Just don't listen to him. I have no Goodness. choice. I have no choice. <laughs> I'm, I'm full of love for you, but you're an idiot. How am I? How am I an idiot? Explain that to me. Okay. <laughs> Exhibit A. This is the director's fault. It's gotta be. There's another one. Dwarf Crossing was the brainchild of comedian Bill Tag. What the <laughs> fuck? Come up with it. you look down on i did it for the money but he filled tag in parentheses 
always seemed to look down on me. Said dwarf tossing participant Horatio Gomez. Who the fuck is Horatio Gomez? Who's Horatio Gomez? Go to your room, Phil. Go to your room, <laughs> Phil. He's in there. He's in there. <laughs> now, what are you thinking at this point, Phil? I was, I, well, I was distraught. And let me tell you something about, about. Let me tell you something. This was, this was, this was like in the embryonic stages of messing with Phil. You understand? <laughs> it wasn't like, like if you did that now, I would be completely hip to it, Alex. Just so you know. Sure, you this would. This was a long. No, this was a long. You're right. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> This was a long time ago. (laughs) When you see your name in print, it's pretty powerful. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, the fact that they did approach me for this and there was a big thing on CNN, that's what made it authentic. That's how he reeled. That's how he reels me in. That's how he does it. (laughs) And then he he devotes time. He plays the long con. He's a long con artist. Yeah, he does. Plays the long con. This This was the whole day. This is how it ended up. Did you get the last one I sent you? They always seem to look down on me. Was that funny? I loved Adam how you set him up by saying, "Don't talk to anybody. Don't read anything. <laughs> yeah. I'll send it to you. controlling the flow of information." <laughs> yeah, he's got to rely on you. And then, and, and Phil, you're like, "All right, what else you got? You find anything else out there? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. looking. You're just pacing, waiting for Bernard Shaw to <laughs> yeah. knock on your door and be like, are these allegations true?'" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had no reason whatsoever to think that it wasn't authentic. No oh. reason. God, even if someone had said to me, is this Adam messing with you? I would have thought about it and went, no, not this time. <laughs> this is legit. No, this is, this is real. This is real because I did get approached for this, and there is a movement. It's on CNN, and now I'm part of it. <laughs> this is when Tom was living with you. Yeah, Tom Ryan. Yeah, there was another comic living with Phil at the time, Tom Ryan. And it all blows up at that moment. And then Phil has to, Phil explains our relationship to Tom. Tom. I get hit by a Mack truck. That made me laugh so hard, uh, Phil. Yeah, well, I'm glad you got some enjoyment out of it. Come on, yeah. Phil. You don't think, and you don't think this bit was funny? Not back then. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny now because we have it for material, but not back then. <laughs> it was a wreck. Oh my god. <laughs> Brad Williams is a friend of the show, hysterical comic. He's a little person, then, and uh, and he had an opinion. Hey, Adam, it's Brad Williams. Um, man, Phil really stepped in it. Your boy is like the godfather of dwarf tossing, and I like that it's finally coming to light. I like that people are finally going to be aware of it. I've already called a couple chapter leaders. Um, I hope you enjoyed his fucking countertops. I hope they were worth it. Uh, give, give me a call back when you can. Love to talk to you more about it. All right, bye. <laughs> 
How great is he? I love it. I sent him the bit just to get his take on it, and he goes, "That's hysterical." So I want to thank, I want to thank Brad for participating in our lunacy. And uh, Bill, I love you. I love you too, and thank you, Brad, for that. That was awesome. And I want to thank Johnny Brennan for being on the show. The New Jerky Boys album is available everywhere. And honey, if they want to get a hold of us, where do they go? The Adam Ferrar at Gmail. And if you have time to leave us a review, please do. It helps us with our friend, Mr. Algorithm. And if you get a chance to tell a friend about the show, we would greatly appreciate it. The show is growing, and it's all because of you guys. Please remember, life is hard. Take it easy on yourself. The pot has ended. Go in peace. Go back and look again. It's hysterical. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.